Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola a todos, bienvenidos al episodio 162. Welcome to episode 162 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. So I know a lot of you have questions about how can you have better conversations in Spanish. And I know a lot of times we can get stuck because we might think that we're not going to know what to say, we're not going to understand what's being said to us, and generally we run into limits in our vocabulary. But one of the things that you can do to really keep conversations going uh, and make sure that you don't end up with those awkward silences, you know, those pauses where you're like, uh, okay, what do I say next? And you feel like you need to fill that empty space with something. <laughs> so you end up just trying to say whatever comes to mind. Well, a better approach is to be armed with some questions that you can ask because Questions will keep the conversation flowing. They will get the other person talking more so you get to learn more about them. And hopefully if you also practice your listening skills and listening to their answers to those questions, that will lead you into a more interesting conversation. So in this episode, I'm going to review several questions that you can ask in any conversation that you're having in Spanish. And also you might wanna think as you note these down, so definitely grab a pen and paper, open your notepad app on your phone <laughs> if you're listening to this while you're mobile. Uh, make sure you note some of these down and just try to pick maybe three of the questions that I go over and put those in your back pocket so that you have them ready 
the next time you have a conversation. So I'm going to review some questions that you can ask in your next Spanish conversation that will definitely make your conversation flow better. So let's talk first about why it is that you need to be able to ask questions in a conversation. Well, it probably seems obvious, right? Um, but you do need to master asking questions so that you learn more about the person that you're talking to. So a lot of times we get really nervous when we think about having conversations because we think we have to come up with all of these things to say. <laughs> And it can be really intimidating, uh, especially as you're working on developing your vocabulary. So asking questions is a great way to learn more about the person that you're talking to. So that also gives you an opportunity to sharpen your listening skills as well. It's also a way to keep the conversation flowing. Now, you don't want it to be like an interview, so you don't want to be sitting there constantly just asking one, one question after another in a conversation, but it is a great way to keep the conversation flowing back and forth between you and the person that you're talking to. Uh, it also gives you a break from speaking, so it takes some of that pressure off of you to have to constantly be thinking of what to say. When you ask a question, it is a real opportunity, again, to kind of switch that dynamic where you're not feeling the pressure to constantly have to think of something to say. And it's also the basis for connection. You know, people love to talk about themselves. So the more questions you ask and asking the right types of questions, which we're going to talk about in a second, you don't want to ask yes or no questions. But this will help you connect with your conversation partner. Uh, and the better connection that you have, the conversation will just flow a lot better as you build that rapport. And the last reason to ask questions in our conversations is that through those questions, you'll actually have more ideas of what to talk about next, right? So it might give you an idea for a follow-up conversation or something that you need to look up and research, right? Or um, a mistake that you make or something that you don't understand, right? That you go, oh, okay, this is what I need to study in my next study session. Uh, but it also just gives you more ideas of things to talk about in the future. Maybe you want to go deeper into certain topics, or maybe you want to ask follow-up questions about what the person starts talking about. And it can really Uh, lengthen and shift your conversations if that's something that you're looking to do. So we should always be trying to expand um, the amount of time we can speak in Spanish with someone. So increasing the time of our conversations and also expanding the number of topics that we can talk about to reach fluency. So asking questions can really give you that opportunity to find new ideas for new topics for future conversations. So let's talk about some of those uh, basic Um, small talk questions first, and we'll talk about some other types of questions you can ask uh, to get your conversations going. So these are some basic ones. Usually when you start a conversation, um, and I know you introverts out there are like, oh, this stuff is boring, small talk, right? I get it. <laughs> I'm with you. But this, uh, the small talk, you really have to get down so that you can get to having more meaningful and deeper uh, conversations. But you've got to get through these preliminary things first. So Generally, when you start a conversation, you want to ask kind of how someone is doing. You want to get a gauge for like, how are they feeling? Because that will dictate sort of what else you talk about. If someone's got low energy, they haven't had a good day, or if they're super excited about something or really distracted, it's going to impact the quality of your conversation. So you want to start out by just kind of level setting, you know? So here are some things that you can ask. Um, I know everyone's familiar with como estas, right? Como te va? But I'm giving you some other ideas uh, in your small talk. One, that you sound a little bit more natural and like a native speaker. Uh, and two, that you're not just asking the same question. Uh, ¿Estás bien? ¿Cómo estás? ¿Estoy bien? Gracias. ¿Y tú? Like, I'm trying to give you some uh, ideas a little bit beyond that. All right. So 
The first one is, ¿Cómo va todo? ¿Cómo va todo? And that's a way of asking, how is everything going? So, how is everything? Instead of just saying, ¿Cómo estás? This is just a different way. You can say, ¿Cómo va todo? You can also say, ¿Cómo está tu familia? ¿Cómo está tu familia? So, how's your family doing? So this is a, a, a common question because you don't want to just ask about the person. Uh, sometimes, like especially if they have uh, children uh, or if they have, you know, other family members that they are in, um, that they live with or are in conversation with on a regular basis or in contact with, that's what I was looking for, <laughs> on a regular basis, then that's going to be top of mind for them as well. And people always like that when you ask about their family, right? You're like, oh, you care about me. You care about the people that I care about. So it's a good question to ask. ¿Cómo está tu familia? Uh, and also, you know, if this is someone that you are just getting to know or it's the first time you're talking to them, uh, then they'll begin to tell you more about their family, right? Because if you just say, ¿Cómo está tu familia? They'll be like, oh, um, bueno, mi madre vive en otra ciudad ahora. You know, my, my mother lives in another city now. So they might start just explaining their family situation to you just by asking this question. So it's a good way to get someone talking. Another way you can ask someone how they're feeling, instead of just saying, ¿Cómo estás? You can say, ¿Cómo te encuentras hoy? ¿Cómo te encuentras hoy? And this is, how are you feeling today? Now, literally, it's, you don't want to try to translate this word for word, but literally, it's like, how do you find yourself today? But that's not what we, <laughs> what we want to get across. So just like how we would say it in English would be something more like, how are you feeling today? How is it going for you today? Um... You know, but it's, it's really like getting a sense of like, how, how are they, what's their internal state like today? Uh, but it's a more informal way of asking, uh, ¿Cómo te encuentras hoy? And if you want to say it in a more formal setting, like if you're using usted, uh, it would be, ¿Cómo se encuentra hoy? But usually you're going to be having more casual conversations. That's why generally I only use the tu form. So, ¿Cómo te encuentras hoy? is perfectly fine in most situations. All right, so that's some small talk. This is where we got the conversation started. Now, another thing that I know, small talk again, talking about the weather, uh, but this is actually really common and really important to understand because often, um, especially depending upon what the situation is, right? Like if you're in person with someone, if you're in the same space, in the same environment, the weather is a common topic because you're both experiencing it together. Now, if you're on a language exchange or a Zoom call or something like that, you still can ask the person about the weather because it's probably going to be top of mind for them as well. So these can apply sort of in both situations. The second question is more geared towards, you know, if you're not in the same place with someone. Uh, so let's just go through them real quick. So the first one, which I'm sure you've heard before, ¿Qué tiempo hace hoy? How's the weather today? ¿Qué tiempo hace hoy? And this tiempo doesn't mean time. Tiempo also means weather if you're a beginner. Just a quick note, but tiempo does also mean time. In this, in this case, though, we're referring to the weather. ¿Qué tiempo hace hoy? You can also ask if you're, again, if you're on like a Zoom call or the person's not where you are, you can ask them how's the weather in their city. Entonces, ¿cómo está el clima en, no sé, en Santo Domingo? ¿Cómo está el clima en Chicago? So those are some options. So you're asking them how's the weather in your city. Now, the last two, these work more when you are in the same city with someone, even if you're at the same event um, or if you are aware, like maybe um, you heard there's a heat wave going on in San Diego and you might be, you know, in the Midwest, but you're talking to someone that's in California. 
So this is a question you can ask to confirm kind of what you heard about the weather where they are. So in that case, you could say something like, Hace calor hoy, verdad? Hace calor hoy, verdad? So it's hot today, right? You know, so it's like saying, I heard that it's it's hot out there where you are. Uh, you can also, you know, if you're, again, if you're in the same place with someone, um, it's really cold outside, you know, maybe you're, you start out a conversation by sort of commenting about the weather. And this could be something you say to someone before you even know their name, right? Maybe you're in a building together. Maybe you guys just come in from outside and you've got your coats on all bundled up and you take your coat off, you get inside and you go, Ooh, I say frio hoy, no? I say frio hoy, no? And that's a way of saying it's, it's really cold today, isn't it? It's cold today, right? It's cold today, isn't it? So, verdad, no. These are things we can add to the end of statements to make them into questions. So these are also really good things to know. Verdad is like, right? Like, you're asking them to confirm. And then, no, is like, isn't it? So that's another a good sort of tag you can add really to the end of almost any statement uh, to get confirmation from that person. Uh, now, I wouldn't use that a whole lot just because it tends to... Uh, encourage a yes or no answer. But in cases like this, when you're talking about something that people tend to have emotions around, like the weather, like if, especially if it's an extreme, like if it's really hot or really cold, someone's probably going to have more to say about it than yes or no. They're like, oh, see, si, odio, frio, like, I, I hate the cold. So it is a good way to spark more conversation uh, in this case. All right. And then we have a whole set of questions. We just ask someone about their day. Right. How is your day going? So uh, here are a few different ways to say it. Instead of saying, como estuvo tu día, which is a very literal way that uh, we would translate it as learners. But here are some more natural ways of asking someone about their day. Uh, so you could say, como te fue hoy? Como te fue hoy? So that's asking, how was your day? But it's, it's literally like, how did it go for you today? So if you just say, como te fue? It's like, how did it go? Uh, but if you're asking sort of a general, like, how did your day go? It's like, como te fue hoy? How did things go for you today? Is what you're asking. ¿Qué hiciste hoy? ¿Qué hiciste hoy? And this is simply, what did you do today? Right? So that's a really simple one. If you want someone to start telling you about their day, you can just ask them what they did for that day. And then uh, if it's like a Monday, especially, or maybe even a Tuesday morning, <laughs> it depends. You can ask someone about their weekend, right? Usually if it's a Monday, we ask someone what they did over the weekend. And to ask that, you would say, ¿Qué tal el fin de semana? ¿Qué tal el fin de semana? So, how was your weekend? You know, t tell me how it went. So, these are a couple questions you can ask about someone's day. Another thing that we commonly do is we talk about future plans. So, you know, again, if uh, depending on the day of the week, there might be some different questions that we ask depending on where we are. Um, these also work pretty good on language exchanges or Zoom chats as well. Uh, so, you can start out by asking someone what are their plans for tomorrow. ¿Qué haces mañana? You can also say, ¿Qué vas a hacer mañana? Like, what are you going to do tomorrow, literally? But you can simply say, ¿Qué haces mañana? And I know that's in the present tense, but don't worry about that. It's used a lot in the future uh, context. It's like, what are you doing tomorrow? ¿Qué haces mañana? You can also ask, do you have plans for tonight? So, ¿Tienes algún plan para esta noche? ¿Tienes algún plan para esta noche. So this is a good one. You know, if you're talking to someone in the middle of the day or even in the morning, uh, you might ask, what well, you know, do you have plans for tonight? It doesn't mean you're asking about on a date. <laughs> Just kind of making small talk again. You can also ask again if it's like a Thursday or Friday. ¿Tienes planes para este fin de semana? 
tienes planes para este fin de semana? So do you have plans for this weekend? So, and this is a common one, again, because usually people are making plans. Maybe they're going to the movies or going to hang out with friends. You can also say, ¿Vas a salir este fin de semana? So, are you going out this weekend? So, these are just some ways that you can ask about uh, future plans. So, these are some really uh, basic questions. So, your action is going to be to pick a few of these questions. And maybe you want to pick one from each category that you want to commit to memory, take a note of. So a question about future plans, a question about the day that you can ask is one of your go-to questions that you generally ask during a conversation. Pick something about the weather uh, and uh, some small talk conversation, um, conversational questions as well. So again, you know, this is a good thing to do to learn how to keep your conversations flowing. So I hope you uh, enjoyed this. Hopefully you've learned a few new questions that you may not have known before um, and take a note of them and keep them on note cards, or whatever you have to do. But I want you to use them in your next conversations in Spanish so you can learn more about the person that you're talking to and keep your conversations flowing. So that's it for this episode of the podcast. But before you go, I know you've probably been wondering what all the hype is about. I've been talking about some changes that we're making for 2023 in our Spanish Fluency Club, which is our group coaching program specifically designed to help you reach conversational fluency in Spanish. So I don't care what your level is according to the European framework for languages, whether you're A1, A2, B2, if you struggle with having conversations in Spanish, we are here to help and we will be opening up the doors very soon. But next week, I'm going to announce something super exciting. Um, so make sure you stay tuned. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you will be one of the first to know and you can hop on this opportunity to get involved and get speaking more Spanish. So next week, I have a big announcement all about our Spanish Fluency Club, which again is our group coaching program specifically designed to help you reach Spanish conversational fluency, regardless of your academic level. So as always, I hope that something that you heard in this episode has helped you go one step closer from Spanish principiante, beginner, to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. 